everyone. Welcome to this week's Indie Artist Music Hustle with Blind Intelligence. I'm your host, Miss Ronnie, where I always seek to give you exquisite cranial repertoire. This week, we have a very special guest. We have Big Los LDE. That is wrong. What is your name again? Big Los KDE. KDE. <laughs> Big Los. K-D-E. My bad, my bad, y'all. Welcome him. Welcome him. How you doing? I'm good, Miss Ronnie. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing fine. I thank you for coming. What we're going to do is we're going to start off as always. We're letting you take over and tell everybody a little bit about yourself. All right, cool. First off, it's an honor to be on your platform. So my name is Big Los. KDE. The KDE stands for Know That Entertainment. Um, I'm an artist, CEO, manager, all that good stuff. But uh, I'm going to tell you the reason why I'm here. You know, Miss Ronnie, she heard my hit single Love Clouds off the Grown and Sexy EP Volume 1. So uh, she felt it. She liked it. She hit me up. And of course, I hit her back up like, hey, let's do it. Let's make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm from Chicago, Chi-Town, you know. Just left Vegas, just left Vegas, and the Bears did their thing. We beat the Raiders down there, and Chicago <laughs> so turned out. We turned out real good. <laughs> yeah, but um, I've been doing the music thing for a nice minute. I've been a manager. I've been a CEO. I first started off with a group. It was a group of four of us, and um, as time went on, things happened. I lost a couple of homies due to, you know, just real-life situations, and um i joined a couple of record labels um production companies and you know things that didn't work out that way for me but each step i learned something so i took the l's made them lessons and just learned and did what i you know did what i had to do so now it's no that entertainment um i have an artist that i'm working with but um he's He's on the raps right now, you know, so we're going to get him out there soon. But it's all about me right now in the Grown and Sexy EP. Um, the, the single Love Clouds is basically catering to women, just showing the beauty, the importance, the 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 need of women. Like we need women in our lives. And I feel like we missing the bond between men and women in the world right now in the universe. It's like the energy is kind of it's kind of low right now. So I'm trying to bring that back up. And uh, maybe we can do some healing around here, you know? Okay. So is this your first solo project? Because you talked about being signed to different record labels and being in groups. Is this your first solo? Yes, it is. This is my very first solo. It's, it's crazy because people know me. They know I rap. They know I produce and all that other stuff. So it's kind of crazy that this is my first solo. Um, I was the guy putting people on and trying to help other people help themselves. And, you know, I just turned all the focus on me. So, yeah, first one. So did you do all the writing for it? Tell me about the project. I did all the writing. I had a couple of, you know, a couple of other writers with me, you know, helping me like, oh, Los, you know, maybe you should change this line right here, you know, make it a little, you know, put a little sauce to it or whatever. So, you know, but I did most of the 90% of it. Yeah. And um, I had some some dope production on it man and shout out to my man k bangs for um producing love clouds uh he's a really talented brother young brother doing his thing 
you know, we just came together, the vibe good, boom, put it out, and, you know, just showing homage to the women, because we love y'all. Is it a single, or is it a whole project? Well, the Grown and Sexy EP is an EP. It consists of three songs, but Love Clouds is the single. You know, that's the one I'm going to shoot the video for. Tell me about the EP, and tell me how long did it take you to do it, and was it something, because I have heard artists say things like, I've held on to these songs for however many years because I was going to work on it with this group or I was going to do that. So are these projects that have been in conception in your mind for a long time or just something that you came up with based on the energy around the people that you were working with? Well, each song came from a specific energy, you know, in a time of my life. Um, Love Clouds was written like a year and a half ago. And um, I couldn't find the right beat for it. So that that counts too, because see, I can write off air. I don't need an instrumental to write a song. I can just write off air and then find a beat to match to what I have. And so it took a minute to find that right beat. So when K Bangs dropped that, that track on me, it was it, it was instant. It was like, ah, uh, that's it, that's the fit. And then we did it from there. Okay. And uh, I got a, another song, Let Me Know, that's fairly new. That's fairly new. Um, that's a dope track. Everybody likes that one. And um, Set You Free. Both of those songs I like new, new. So, yeah. So, did you make any decisions to become solo based on what was going on with COVID? Wait, you say, did I make the decision to go in solo? Any of decisions to go solo with this project? Because of COVID. Oh no, it was already in the works. Okay. Nah, it was already before COVID. It's been <laughs> this has been in the making for a minute. Okay. So how has it was already planned before COVID? How did COVID affect your execution for this project? It affected it a lot because during COVID is when I completed the project and was ready to market and get it out there. But then venues closed, so it was hard to do shows. It was hard to do interviews. You know, we had to do Zoom. It took people a while to get used to doing that. And, um, you know, so it slowed it up a little bit, but, you know, the hustle don't stop. You know, we keep moving and grooving, grooving and moving. So out of all of that, what have you found that people, I, I would say that people would complain about oh, this happened and now I can't go perform. I, I, this happened and I can't market this way. What has, in your experience, come out of being having to adjust to COVID and coming out with something that you would have never discovered if it wasn't for COVID? I'm going to say this to that. COVID actually helped me personally because I'm the on-the-go type of person, so it sat me down. You know, so I couldn't be here, there, everywhere trying to do 10 different things at one time. So it actually sat me down. I got a lot of the business, you know, aspect of the music taken care of. I learned a lot. I was studying, writing. And then when I actually I actually had COVID, that sat me down, sat me down, you know. Say that again. You had COVID. Oh, yeah, I had COVID. So it, it sat me down <laughs> for real. It's real. I don't play with it. Like, it's real. And um, I actually did a song 
on COVID. Like I had the mic in the bed and just doing my thing. So, you know, but yeah, actually sat me down. I was able to learn a lot, get the business part of the, the game down and just go from there. Okay. So tell me this. I This is just me asking. You being a rapper, or I'm just going to say an artist, how did COVID affect your actual performance? And then, with you be having COVID before, how do you feel about going out and performing in venues now? Okay. At first, after I caught COVID, I was very skeptical about going out, doing anything. And then I started seeing people that I knew die from it. And, you know, people close to me, really sick. You know, I see a brother that's healthy, then the next minute suffering and can't do anything for itself. It's crazy, you know. And that made me realize this is no joke. So at first I was a little skeptical. But then once technology took over, you know, the vaccinations and everything, I trust the science and I trust the medicine. Um, I believe. I mean, so, hey, right now I go perform anywhere. Okay. Okay. So with all that being said, how long, because you told, I remember you saying when you started that you've been in the game for a little minute. What is a little minute? And what have you learned that is the most important from the beginning to now studying the business? What was the most beneficial thing that you have learned from, as you say, from those L's turn lessons? Well, I've been performing since third grade. So if you want to take that and say, how long have you been in it? Professional artist. <laughs> okay. Um, Professional artists, I'll say, man, when I started spending money on it, like 17, um, that's when I was with the group. I was paying for a lot of the studio time. And, you know, we all wrote together. We did things together and hey, we was trying to make it happen. We had a manager one time. We, we were trying to do our thing. But then, you know, I lost some people to death and things of that nature. So, you know, life happened, slowed up. I stopped for a minute, came back. And to answer the other part of the question, um, I would say putting a business before just wanting to do it. Like, what I mean by that is I love going into the studio rapping. I love making a beat. I love every element it is to create the music. But you can love that all you want. But if you want to eat off of it and you want to provide for family, then you have to learn the business. So learning the business, I would say, will be the biggest leap for me over the years. Well, I have came across artists that will, I would say, been exposed to different parts of the business and will choose to skip those parts such as they may register with a PRO but they may not register with sound exchange mm -hmm. some of it is because they don't know and this is a lot of other things but I'm just going to use those two examples to keep it simple so what advice would you give knowing this information 
to how a new artist would structure a release. You said with the word to a release, I'm sorry. Structure a release. Structure, okay. Um, I would tell them first, you know, after you do the creative part, before you let anybody listen to it, you know, get your ass cap, the copyright, you know, make sure you get your ownership out of the way first, you know, then figure out how you get all your coins, <laughs> you know, because it's a lot of ways to get coins in this game, but the game is to be sold, not told. So, um, you know, you have to figure it out. It's like I did. I tell it. I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry. I tell it. You tell it. Well, I'm telling them now, you know, do some research. Look up what you what you need to know. Like when you just said P.R.O., how many people don't even know what that means? You know, so. People have to do their homework. OK, so how early in the game did since you've been in the game a long time? How early in the game did you figure that out? I figured out small steps at a time. Like I would figure out as far as me, like I own know that entertainment and everything. So I knew to own a business. I knew to get it trademarked. But then I had to learn the LLC part of the game. Or if you're going to be a sole proprietor, you know, that part of the game. So shout out to Beer Admin Services for hooking me up with my LLC and making sure all my paperwork is in order. Um, Let me stop you right and, there. Because I got a I was in a clubhouse room um, and the topic was protecting your music. And one of the questions was, is it more important to have a DBA or LLC as a brand new artist? What do you think? It's crazy because I was just having this conversation with my business partner of Beer Admin Services. Um, to start off, a DBA is fine, but eventually, you know, once it picks up, you're gonna want to make that trick, that switch, that transition. But see, I can't tell anyone whether to get an LLC or to be a sole proprietor. That that has to be on their own. You know, you have to figure that part out for yourself. That question is: Would that be something that you would structure into the release? Yes. I mean, if you're, it depends on who you are. Like, okay, for me, for example, I'm an artist. Talking about I mean, a brand yeah. new artist. A brand new artist, first EP. But, but it I'm depends. saying it depends, it depends on if he's just an artist. He might own his own label and still be the artist. That's what I'm saying. It depends on what stages that he's in in the game. Like, if he's somebody like Nipsey Hussle, for example, he owned his own everything. He was the artist. He owned his own label. He, you know, he did his own thing. He put his own dollars into it. So that depends on where you are financially, who you are as a person, and how much knowledge you know of the game. So so what do you think about artists leaving money on the table? I don't think you should leave a dime on the table. <laughs> if it's there for you to take and you can take it, then take it. James McMillan said you, you you don't leave the table. You take the whole damn table. Yeah. You know, like again, and certain people make decisions based off their situation. Hey, somebody could be broke and look at $50,000 is a lot of money at that time. You know, to me, it's nothing. To you, it's probably nothing. When you know you're worth billions and, you know, infinity, whatever, you know. 
So oh, I think I'm worth way, way, way more than no, but no. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Infinity, like it's it's not a number you can put on it. Yeah. Into the next lifetime. Right. See, we on the same page. Yeah. So I want you to tell everybody your social media handle, how they can find you, where they can find your music at. Anything, funny story, anything last minute that you would want to give, something unique that you would want to tell about too, other than the fact that I messed your name up when we started. <laughs> you all could, Miss Ronnie. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Biglos KDE, B I G L O S K D E. And then you can do one simple thing to find everything. You can go to knowthatent.com. That's K-N-O-D-A-T-E-N-T.com. K-N-O-D-A-T-E-N-T.com. And that, that, that has all the handles. Say that again. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was saying that has all the handles for social media. Um, you can purchase Know That Entertainment gear. You can purchase the EP. You know, it's got the Apple and the, all the links to the platforms that it's on. Everything is right there. Right. You one click away. Any, any <laughs> last minute stories, last minute advice, you know, something that you have learned and that you feel that's essential to pass on to anybody else? I'm going to pass this on. I'm going to pass this on. Look, trust yourself. Trust yourself. Go with that intuition. You know, um, it's, it's there for a reason. Don't second guess yourself. All right. You heard him. You can find him on all platforms. You can find us on podcasts, on all podcasting platforms. You can find us on YouTube, IGTV, Facebook, and on the website, www.blonde-intelligence.com. And thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Bye. <laughs>